to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Nasira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. You've done that one. I know. Is They're starting to get similar. <laughs> Last week, the party set an elaborate ambush for Flick's sister on the beach of the Eastern Island. It turned out to all be for naught, though, when Bria showed up. <laughs> we are very excited to have Bria back with the party, but that means now it's time to turn to the future. Where will the party, fully united once more, head next? What is their next goal to accomplish? And does Taryn remember how D&D works? No. Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. So I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that your first full episode back, we would not need any banter from us because you would just have responses for the last however many episodes. Puts Zoom on mute and grabs popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case it wasn't clear, there are two babies, so three children. Alex, it is your responsibility to name these two children because you named Cheeky in a previous Ah, episode. Oh, yes. Okay. So it is your responsibility to name them. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How dare you have a giant worm without me? Yep. Yep. Um, I'm checking these off as I go. Karin is always right. Check. (laughs) Brita is not against us, bros. Don't worry about it. Brita is going to have a really big dramatic moment to play And she needs to be above ground to do so. There's going to be someone that she specifically has to fight or warn or something. That's what's happening. How dare you not trust her? I also have a crush on drinks. Yep. I guess this is every other thing that I say. Karin is a genius using the Glorp people as an alert system. Hello. Yes. Genius. Thank you. Guys. Proud of that one. Y'all. <laughs> Siri, when you talk to Siri on your phone, is what Uza looks like. <laughs> oh. oh. I like it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> DM says, how long do you think it's been? And I say to my car, two years. And everybody weighs in and everyone's like, ah, this many months or a year or whatever. And I am speaking to each of you individually saying, nope, I'm positive. It's two years. It is two years. It is two years. No, have you guys been paying attention? And then Huge says it's two months. So anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) I love Arx, Varn, and Tulip together, three exclamation marks. I was so glad that Lydia asked about the people cosplaying us. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was my thought, too, and I needed to know if that's what was happening. I am also so happy that Biz's masks were masks on masks. Um, (laughs) Masks on masks on masks. How dare you read me as a nondescript white woman who also sometimes wears a hood. I laughed very hard. Um, (laughs) God, if that also sometimes wears a hood. I'm not going to – I don't have notes for every episode. I happen to take notes on this episode. I laughed so hard at the fact that that Flick's legs might not work because he's always on the broom. (laughs) Um, Do we really not want Guard to join us and fight with us? Something to think about. Um, I can't believe I'm dizzy right now because I'm not I'm not breathing. Um, I can't believe that Bizdira wanted an army of undead. But then also looking back at the last episode I listened to, I was like, can we undead dead undead? 
We right? had that conversation, I think. That's what I'm saying. We reanimate. I think we had it like last week or something. Or okay, I might have yeah. missed that one, but it was after the earthquake. I'm going to jump in right here to tell the listeners that these are all responses to everything up to and including the episode titled Boop the Snoot. Correct. Uh, which was now like four weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but the uh, as we're recording this, the next two episodes have not yet been edited and released. And I haven't heard them. I have no idea. Yes, Karin's intro. I... <laughs> cried happy tears i was giggling so hard and was so happy and was nodding along i was momming you very hard it was so good it was really good it was real good we all were momming her hard it was and it was so out of the blue i was so surprised and joyous i was jealous when bizdira got to ride on the broom so that's not gonna happen again (laughs) (laughs) no i think she means by herself oh oh. did she ride by herself no (laughs) no no i just wanted to see what you said <laughs> listen i'm not gonna be very happy about that um <laughs> yes i watched all of love is blind uh, lots of thoughts i like the season of survivor which karen and i already caught up on uh not really digging gilded age Brene brown's new show just came out on hbo max which i was listening to right before i came on i'm i've watched like 30 minutes of it and it's so good because she's so good and i love her bridgerton is back i was not gonna watch this season because i just the Duke started is gone. the second season the Duke is gone, and I was like, I'm not going to watch it, but I did watch it, and it's it's good. They're doing a great job. I know. I'm only like an episode and a half in. Also, I went to the Bridgerton event in Los Angeles, which is like everybody dresses up, and there's a whole thing, and she's. they say at the beginning, like, she's going to pick a diamond, and I was like, I can't get that much attention, but then my friends were really pushing for me to be the diamond, and we hit all the boxes. I was dancing with all the right people. <gasps> they kept pulling me up, and we were like, this is going to happen. Uh, Anyways, it didn't. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> How long ago was this, Darren? Uh, about two nights ago. Still fresh. Oh, okay, that is... Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's still legitimately fresh. I was ready for you to be like, two and a half weeks ago. Uh, no, it, it was very well produced. It wasn't quite enough time to, like, do all of the things. They kind of had a lot of different ideas, but it was very well produced. If you get the opportunity and you're a fan of Bridgerton Go, I, for whatever reason, did not think that there would be any form of simulated sex, and um, there was dance sex in it. And, of course, because it's Bridgerton, so I don't know why I did not expect that. Anyways, not like... S- There's sex in Bridgerton? <laughs> News to me. I still haven't seen the first season. <laughs> There's, they hump a lot. Well, Lydia, you know, you got you to gotta sign up for this. Not as much in season two, though. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard there's a yeah. lot of um, hand sex, but not a lot of the sexy sex. Uh, and finally... Hand sex. And finally, my daughter, um, the eldest... I have a daughter now and Cheeky. two sons. Cheeky. Yet to be named. She, clearly. We have the TLR cups, my coffee cup, which I now have to drink coffee every morning. And she saw it and was like, mommy, who's that? And made me tell her about each of our characters. And she has chosen her diamond. And her diamond <laughs> is Flick. Of course it's Flick. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. She did yes. also really like Kit because of the hair. Um, was not interested in Bria at all. Um, but she wanted to well. know all about Flick. And her first question was, Mommy, does he do magic? Uh, <laughs> yes. So, yes, he does. My biggest regret about this campaign ending within a season and a half is that she won't get to join it. Truly. Uh, we can have her on whenever. She's ready. <laughs> she's willing and she's able. She's out of, if you think I'm out of control, she's out of control. But she'll be ready. 
If you go back and listen to old episodes and turn it up all the way, there's a chance she's already been on several. For <laughs> sure. There's I, think, I think there was a day that I was watching her and she was like chirping in the background. She was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, that was the With original the appearance of Cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a thrilling, only slightly extended, yeah. uh, Taryn-based opening banter. And frankly, I'm into it. I would pay money to see this again. Yeah, it's pretty So good. if you want to, join our Patreon and yeah. we will <laughs> All right. release Let's play D&D. All right. <laughs> We're going to play D&D maybe in two weeks when we record our next episode. Uh, we'll have a little more of this as uh, Taryn has had a chance to catch fully up with the rest of the episodes. And we can get a few more thoughts. But for now, let's play D&D. How? All right. So you all are, are united. You have taken a long rest uh, on the beach. You've done a beach camp out. You did a band practice that didn't go great. It's fine. And it is It is the next morning. You're currently on the beach on the southern island. And what are you going to do next? Oh, good, good, good. Everyone, not everyone at once, please. <laughs> I think we have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about either going north or south, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Or east or west. Yes. Have we ever tried southeast? <laughs> End up in the northwest. We could just go center right now. I think. I think that DM is are we ready? Completely prepared for are that. Ready for the so yeah. I have a helpful chart that I made of the things that <laughs> we need to accomplish. <laughs> Listeners, you have to know that she is holding up a piece of paper on which resides a handwritten chart. Did you use your inspiration last episode? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Take some. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, I have my chart of things that we need to accomplish. I would just like to point out that the list of things to do on the Northern Island is very small, and we have many more things to do on the Southern Island, which also implicate the things that need to be completed in the Eastern Island. So so would you suggest that thought. we go to the North in order to just check it off Knock the list? Knock it off. Or should we leave it for last because there's the least amount to do there? I mean, I think that both interpretations are valid. I'm curious what we all think. I just wanted to show us our, you know, I wanted us to look at everything laid out. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. My, um, my only thing is that we don't know where the water key is, but we do know where the air key is and how we're going to get the air key to some degree. So my biggest thing is like, get the water key, get that out of the way and then do all the extra stuff and, and all that, like tick off the easier thing or take off the the least amount of things first that is more uncertain. You know what I mean? Yeah, basically. This is a fascinating glimpse into the way the four of you deal with to-do lists. <laughs> and I like, I'm genuinely fascinated. I know exactly what I would need to do next to feel like I was like being productive, but this is fascinating. I love is it, it the going. north for you? Because it's a north for me. I'm not going to tell you until you all have decided where you're going, but then I will tell I, you. No, just your brain. Like, I, I, I went to an escape room once and the person that ran it came up to me and said, I've never seen anyone's brain work the way yours does. And I said, what? (laughs) And they said, you didn't try to solve any of the clues. You let everyone else do that. And you just organized everything that was done into one corner. So you just put everything that was done into the corner so everyone could concentrate on everything else. And I was like, that is exactly how I manage a to-do list. (laughs) Anyways, so we should go to the north. Huh? Yes. Delegate, delegate, delegate. No, I I just have to have it out of sight. If it's done, I, it's it's done. It has to be gone. I need it checked off. It has to be gone. So okay, so this is fascinating, and I I shouldn't have interrupted because you all were on a roll, but it was it was excellent to watch. So what? Uh, so what's the decision? Bria pulls out a really fancy coin, and there's a head on one side <laughs> and a tail on the other. Where'd you get that coin? There's no money in this world. <laughs> Wait till you meet my turtle husband. <laughs> uh. 
he's rich, huh? Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we went to Sylphson together, and we did very well for ourselves. Okay. That's oh, it's gosh. not a casino. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know. You haven't been to that part of Sylphson. Apparently not. <laughs> Flick, do you have a, a, a thought? I too would like to go to the North Island, I think, maybe? I think just to completely eliminate that from the, as we've been saying, to-do list, so that we really don't have to worry about anything there anymore. I have a question. This is more for DM. Is Fiona going to be mad when her, whatever she was doing for us, just was completely unneeded? This was it. It was was Bria, right? This was it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Great. I knew it. That was, I don't know if the listeners obviously didn't see, but you all probably saw. There was a point at the end of last episode where I was just like, put my head in my hands, like looking very confused. I was like, oh, this is the thing that Fiona was doing (laughs) the whole time. Well, no, well. Well. I'm sure she's doing other stuff. By now, you all will have had a chance to talk to Bria. So, like, yes, you would know that that is a thing that that Fiona did. It's not what she was working on back there. Did anybody have mistrust for her? Because I wanted to create just a tiny bit of mistrust. Uh, Just a little bit. bit. You create mistrust towards Fiona? Surprising. Northern Island. Northern Island. All right. So Sniv can head to the south then? And right, so that was, yeah. yeah, so you want to send, you want to send Sniv in the, the sub and the sister who is captive on the sub right now. Mm-hmm. South. As long as Sweet. whoever is with Sniv can oh, protect the Oh yeah, it's all sister. taken care of. Okay. Yes, it's all taken care of. Everything is perfectly secure and safe, safe for Sniv. Snave for Siv. Snave for Siv. To head back on his own, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's early in the morning. Spell slots are refreshed. Tell me what's happening. I open a tree <laughs> to the northern island. Oh, and I run through so fast. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Before we do this, we have to send our horrible army back. Give them orders oh, to right. go away. Oh, yes. Yeah, you <laughs> They may yeah, not make it with back. all those elementals around, though. We'll see. And? I don't I mean, feel I know, like we care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. yeah, I guess we don't. Yeah, all right. They, they'll head back. Uh, no problem. You open up, and the, uh, you know, as you step through, where are you, oh, this is a question, where, where, <laughs> where are you headed to, on the Northern Island? That's a good point. Do we feel like starting at the Arcanium makes the most sense? Yeah. So, I think we should try to check in with the Robert there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess whatever the closest tree is, the tree closest to the center of the island. Island? <laughs> island. <laughs> island. Yeah, so there were there are some trees in the area, right? There was from the outside, there's like the forest on the outside where you all landed, and then there was the lake, and then there was some mountains, and then the Arcania area with trees and such. Kit, make me a nature check. Fifteen. So what you realize, Kit, as you're about to cast this spell, is that in fact the trees in the center of the island closest to the Arcanium, you're you're not so sure you can actually use them because they, you remember being at the center of the Canyon Cold, those were pretty much all dead. The trees towards the outside of the island were also largely frozen, but things were much cooler much warmer, there you go, out by the edge. So they were, they probably survived, which you would have noticed as you left. But the ones closer to the center of the island, I mean, maybe, but there's a good chance that they're not living and thus not connected to the spell. Okay, um, I'll relay that. And then I guess I will, as I cast the spell, you know, I would like to use the magic of 
the interconnecting nature, tree roots, whatever, to find the tree that is closest to the center that is also alive. I'm just like, I guess, starting from the center and like going out with the roots to find um, a good tree to use. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So make a wisdom arcana check for me. That's going to be good regardless of what I roll. Okay, wait, this is going to be the best thing I've ever rolled, so I have to figure out exactly what it is. My brain really doesn't want to do the math, but I think that's a 35. Jesus. Oh my gosh. A wisdom oh. arcana. I have expertise in arcana, and yeah. wisdom is my highest score, and I rolled an 18. Jesus. Beautiful. <laughs> How do you have expertise? It's uh, the feat that I took when we last Oh, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. So you absolutely, you <laughs> pick the, it's, there, it's difference of inches, but this tree is in fact a few inches closer than some of the other ones you could have chosen. Uh, <laughs> Good to, for me. So mean. Yeah. She rolled so well. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, like, you find the absolute closest tree that you could, and you can feel ahead of it, just so you can let folks know. Basically, the closest one that you find is on the edge of of the forest before the lake but like on a little further around so you're actually you're you know you're you're about halfway between the edge of the island and the arcanium um, and you can sort of come out there so you all come out and it's almost like as you step through this tree it's almost like a like a place you've never been before because the island has for the most part by now thawed out there are definitely still some you know like big snowdrifts that haven't completely melted and places where like as stuff was falling off the trees it sort of piled up um there is some small new plant growth like the island is definitely in the process of coming back but that's a much longer process and kit as you sort of look around at the state of things you realize sort of why uh you know this is the closest you could get you can see how much longer it looks like it's taking things further in to sort of melt and come back and all of that perception checks please from from all y'all and how do we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> Flip. That's a 26. <laughs> really nice. good. Nice. <laughs> and Bri- uh, Bria? 17. Kit. Are you taking passive? What did you roll? Because yes, for part of this. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17, so I rolled well. Oh, okay. But... Okay, so 17 and 19. Got it. And Bizdira? Bizdira is skipping stones down by the lake. She rolled a four. <laughs> This deer is like, we gotta go to the north, we gotta find the key, and we gotta kill whoever's got it. But ooh, there's a pretty lake. (laughs) (laughs) This one's frozen. It's not frozen anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of you hear the sounds of battle. Of course. Okay. Can we go back? We can't. We can't. We're trapped here. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're here for a day, whether you like it or not. It's coming from sort of a lateral move around the tree line. A couple hundred feet from you all, maybe you can't really see it. Trees are fairly, you know, thick and 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 greenery has started to sprout again, so difficult to see, but not just a little ways around in the woods. No, I was gonna say if somebody tells me I can just take off and go check it out. <laughs> Come back in a second. I was also going to try and get a vantage point from above and use the broom. I'm going to hop on. Yay. <laughs> She's been underwater for so long. It's good to have you okay, back. Okay, so Flick and Bria are flying back up. Bizdira, are you also going to go ground reconnoiter? Yeah, I will. All right. You said a couple hundred feet? Yeah. So I'll turn on my boots and I'll go for a, a dash. Okay, if you go for a dash, you're going to have disadvantage on any stealth checks to get over there. They're in the middle of battle. Okay. Not worried about it. All right. It. Not worried about it. Okay, not even rolling stealth. How about 
about you two flyers? Oh, uh, we should roll stealth. I mean, yeah, I can roll stealth. I'm just not concerned if I roll poorly. Uh huh. All right, well, you roll with disadvantage, and Flick, you can roll uh, with advantage since you're up in the air. Thank you. Oh, actually, I get disadvantage on stealth because of my armor, so oh, can because I just of the armor roll normally? Yeah, just roll normal. Yep, okay. that's exactly it. All right, uh, Bazir, what did you end up with? Well, so. I rolled a crit, but I still got a dirty 20. So okay, <laughs> I am running and fast flick. and sneakily. And sneakily. And flick. It's a 13. The good news is they are engaged in combat, so all of them have disadvantage on their perception checks. So so you fly up, Bizdira, you run over. Kit, what are you doing? I took Bizdira's spot, skipping some rocks at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Just skipping rocks, hoping her friends come back. All right. Uh, it's so typical, though. Touch like all the these thing... plants so we can come back, yeah. you know, somewhere a little bit closer. Yeah. yeah. So you two fly up, Bizdira, you run over, and you both see the same scene. There is, in fact, a battle going on, and... Part of it does very, very much look familiar. Uh, there are elementals. Uh, in this case, you see two water elementals, which look similar to the frozen ice elementals that you all have encountered before, but melted. Do they look similar to? Uh, ne- neither of them were there, but do they look similar to what I, the elemental that I had just wild shaped into? Oh yes, they do. Well, the ones that aren't armored do, but there are, is also an armored variant. Um, but yes, they do. Can we assume that because of Kit's ability? to turn into air elementals, she would have told us all the other um, stats of the other elementals. Like, No, but you can certainly ask her when you return. We had a long time to talk yesterday, dear. And, and nowhere in any of yesterday or today's episodes did I hear anything about water elementals. Until we listen to Bria and Sniff? You all see the water elementals that are there, and they are fighting some devils. You see a pair of ice devils engaged in combat with some armored water elementals, and then several other, like, there are some of the flying uh, spined devils that you all have fought that are sort of, like, dive-bombing the elementals. Uh, but they all seem to be sort of engaged in a in a fight to the death. This is great. Yeah, great. Uh, they Biz, can yeah. Keep just going to run back to Kit and say, I think we, uh, I think we can let them be. Great. Biz, you, uh, you run back uh, to let to let Kit know what's up. Flick and Bria, you all are, are taking this in and heading back as well? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Alright, Flick and Bria, as you two turn to head out and back uh, to follow Bizdira and head that direction, Flick, does a 19 hit you? <laughs> Pretty sure it does, yeah. Ooh, Bria, does a 15 hit you? No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Flick, you turn the broom around and start heading away and suddenly you feel a sharp pain right behind in the middle of your shoulder blades uh, and you uh, reach back and there is a spine in your back that has just dealt you five piercing and three fire damage. Holy And you turn and look and a pair of spined devils uh, have peeled off of the fight and are heading towards the two of you in the sky. Okay. Um. So they've seen us and we need to fight back and defeat them? Question mark, Bria. You can drive and I can just shoot a couple arrows. You want to shoot at them? Yeah. I can, but I can also send stuff too. Yeah, yeah let's do it. All right. All right. So they're coming after you all. Uh, what are you doing, Bria? Do you, wanna, you go first. Oh God. Um, I am going to. Something. I think my instinct is to do eh, a magic missile. 
All right. There are two of them, and your first level magic missile is three darts, so tell me how you're splitting them up and roll them up. All three on one, please. You got it. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's only nine. Nine. Okay. All right, so three darts sink into one of the spine devils, the one sort of in the lead, and that is Bria's turn. Flick, what are you doing? Um, I think I'm going to go with an oldie but goodie and try to mock it viciously. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So we'll get a wisdom save off of this same one. Oh, I don't think so. That's only a 14. No. So I will yell back at this. What are they, spine devils? Spine devils, yeah. Flying wings, got a little pitchfork and lots of... Well, actually, these two both look like they've been fighting for a while, so they only have, like, a few spines left on their tails at this point. Oh, God. I'm so bad at this shit. They... He looks back and says, you bony sons of Satan. (laughs) You just described what they are. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give them advantage on this check. (laughs) No, I'm not. Uh, They're so confused. So bad. It's it's confusion psychic damage. Right. That they take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So it is, hold on. Three. What level are you all? I think it's 3d4. 3d4. Yeah. That's 11. Okay. All right. Uh, They are both going to send another tail spine at each of you. Bria, nope, that is a 10 to hit. Oh, sorry, a 12 to hit. Flick, that's only a 15 to hit. No. Uh, Bria. I'm going to take Flick's lead, and I would like to cash cast Tasha's Fierce Laughter, please. Okay. Wisdom save is a 17. They save. Ugh, so bad at D&D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flick, you have, you've been going back towards your friends, right? Yes. During this. Flying like this okay. entire so time. So you are, you are probably within, I don't know, two turns of being back at your friends. So I don't know if you want their help or you want to avoid them, but just so you know, you're within about two turns of your friends. I mean, they would be able to help us, so, I mean, it might make it easier, so I'll just keep heading towards them, I guess. Okay. Uh, single move, though, still, so you can do something else? Single move. Oh, no, I'm gonna dash. I'm just gonna keep going. Okay, you dash. So, uh, Kit and Bizdira, you see tearing into the area where you all are from the sky. Uh, Bria and Flick on the broom, and a few moments later, well, maybe more than a few moments, but a few plus moments later, uh, these two spine devils come winging in. The two of you can take turns against them if you would like at this point. But he, you see like yeah. Flick and Bria come in and Flick is just going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And as he like <laughs> comes into the area and you hear like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why the Doppler effect on these microphones makes me laugh so much, but it's whenever good. any of us does it, it cracks me up. <laughs> Bizdeer, uh, yeah, Bizdeer, let's start with you. Uh, staring sunburst. All right, con save. First one got a nat 20. Second one got a four. Second one takes four points of damage. All right. Uh, And that one was the one that these two have been wailing on. So that one bursts into radiant fire and is, uh, is ashed. So there's only one left. Kit. How far up in the air are they? They're at this, in this round, they're probably pretty high up. So I would say probably 30 feet up. They're above the tree line even. Hmm. But they're 30 feet up, which means that I can use a cantrip. Hooray. (laughs) Hooray. Do it. Oh, and I think this is the, I think it was also Spine Devils when I did this at the Arcanium on this. Oh my God, uh, it was. On this island. So naturally I reach, uh, reach beside me and. And in my hand appears a thorn whip, and I try to snatch him out of the air. Absolutely. That's a 19 to hit. That'll do. 
that is 15 points of piercing damage. Yeah, and it pulls him 10 feet down, right? Out of the sky? Yes, I think so. And we get yeah. an attack yeah, of opportunity right. as it goes past us. Uh, no, because it is forced movement, and forced movement does not provoke. So, 10 feet down, it's now 20 feet. It's sort of, you know what I will do is I'll give it at, because you've probably yanked it through the canopy line, so it's going to take one point of slashing damage from the trees as it passes by. How's that? I like That'll it. That'll do. All right, it is its turn now, and it's like, oh, no, we can't be having this. Uh, so it's going to go over, you know, it's still up in the air, so it's going to fly to uh, to Kit, and, sorry, to Flick and Bria, uh, and it's going to try to attack you, Bria, with its, like, pitchfork thing. Uh, an 18 to hit you? No. Really? If I use my shield, it's a 19. Oh, okay. So you manage to fend it off, and it comes back around to try to bite you. Weird choice. Ah, that's a 21 to hit. Fine, but it's going to take Fine. damage from the fire shield. Uh, yes, I know it will. Uh, well, it's not going to take damage from the fire shield because it's immune to fire being a devil. You take eight piercing damage as it bites into you and then flies away because it's like, I don't want to be anywhere near you. So it flies back out a little ways to put some space between Can you. I use Uncanny Dodge for this? You can. Yes, you yeah, you absolutely can. So I'm going to do have it to four. one of those upside down on the broom things. Yes. Excellent. Make an acrobatics check. Nah. You're not going to fall. Well, don't crit fail, but you're not going to fall. I just want to see if you manage to make it all the way around. Can I help? Oh, thank God. It's proficient. Uh, 18. I was going to let you if she hadn't done well, but I couldn't quite figure out how okay, to make that fine. work. So she's fine. I kind of <laughs> wanted to get stuck, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you you, you make it around and there's like a little pause where you're like at 45 degrees and not sure you've got the momentum to get all the way back up, but you do eventually like <gasps> settle yourself back into it's the seat. Uh, having taken only four piercing damage from the attack, uh, you can take y'all's turns now, Kit and Flick. Bria and Flick. Bria and Flick. Uh, <laughs> I'll do my short bow because nothing else is working. Yeah. Oh, that's a 27 to hit. That'll hit. For 11 damage. It's your short bow magic? It is. Okay, is it? Yes. Yeah. She got a magical one. I don't mm-hmm. remember where, but I don't yes. remember. It's been a long time it since we've seen her. All right. Boat. Uh, so tell us how your arrow takes down this spine. Oh my, uh, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> I do the little flip thing, and then I shoot a magical arrow, and the spines all fly apart from each other. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I love that in that Karen's headcanon, a spine devil is a devil made purely of yes, spines. Yes, is it not? No? No! Okay. It is a devil that has spines. Okay. Well, we all have spines. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> it's a different kind of spine. We have vertebra. This is like pointy things that they can... Ch- oh, I didn't even get the joke. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be brillig if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll read those five-star reviews. It's been a long time. I'm I, I'm out of clever ideas for cute asks, so like maybe I'll get intimidating. Go do it. Leave a review now. 
We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash DND Last Refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. Of course, if that isn't enough, you're also supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program, so uh, that's a good reason, too. Right now, I do want to take a moment to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimigangat, Tanya, and Ark, to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest Codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. Short, sweet, and to the point this week. Also, I realize that this mid-tro is actually happening about two-thirds of the way through the episode, but I wanted to get to the end of that combat first. Uh, Anyway, let's get back to the episode. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. All All right, anyway, they're both dead. What are you all doing next? (laughs) I can't with this. Let's go to the Arcanium (laughs) as quickly as possible, please. 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 Yeah, all right. So you all can... uh, So you're staying away from that fight, which is easy enough because it's sort of, you know, in the trees and you all need to cross the lake. Now, I will say, the lake is no longer frozen. I mean, I can run across it. You can run across water. And I can fly. Me too. All right. I can be an octopus and people can... Bria can jump on my back. (gasps) I'll join for that. Or I can hold her up. Yeah, I'll join for that. Oh, yes. In a tentacle. That's hilarious and quite horrifying. 
Cephalopods would take over the world if evolution had gone slightly differently. All right, so, great. Yeah, you all can get through. Kit, I guess since you're in the water, you see, uh, you can see also here how the canyon freeze really fucked up some of the biomes on this island, and they're starting to come back, but you get the sense, I mean, you with your connection to nature and your knowledge about this sort of thing, the lake is having a hard time coming back because there just isn't a, a fresh source of new, alive, not frozen to death fish, right? So it's it's quiet and kind of barren here underwater as you are as you are heading forward. It's um it's almost eerie, not because you think something's like about to happen or something, but it's just like this is a place that was clearly affected more by what the tieflings were doing here and, and is going to have a much harder time reviving itself. We should add to your list fish hatchery. Oh, yes. Incredible. Just so we have one more thing to we do We did in the need north. something yeah. else on the northern yeah. island, right? It couldn't <laughs> just be the one. All right, so you all can cross the, and uh, Flick, you're flying. Bizdiri, you're running. So Flick and Bizdiri, you two will get to the other side a little bit in advance of Kit and, and Bria. Anything you're doing with that extra time on the far side of the, of the lake? Cartwheels. Really I have a 60 foot oh. swim speed. I think I'm, go- I'm keeping pace at oh, least with no, Flick. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely keeping pace with Flick. So, Bizdira, you're the one I'm who's uh, doing cartwheels waiting for the rest of your I, I've clicked off my boots. I'm just doing cartwheels. I'm just, you know, passing the time as you do. I love it. I love it. We did say giant. I had regular octopus in my head. Sorry. (laughs) I love it. That's great. All right. So you all get to the other side. Uh, You all are moving through while Bizdira is cartwheeling. And Kit, give me a perception check as you near the edge of the lake. Uh, You can have advantage since you're an octopus form and also a druid. Perception, you said? Uh Uh-huh. I rolled a 14. Uh, yeah, so you're uh, very happy. I think, Bria, tell me about your experience in a tentacle sailing across the lake. Whee! Great. That's what you want, right? You like that? That's exactly what I wanted. It cracked me up. I think at this point, Kit, maybe you're like also having a bit of fun. Like you can sort of hear, hear, right? Quote, unquote, Bria weeing. And so you like start yeah. to like play She's a little bit with the tentacle. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you miss the weird tide, the weird current of water that seems to sort of not be following any natural currents in the lake or anything like that. And you aren't expecting it. Does a 19 hit your octopus? Yes. You are not expecting it when you are grabbed. This is the water key. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. You take 14 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled by whatever is in the water with you. Oh boy. But I still have my tentacle with Bria above, so I just start waving it around frantically. (laughs) Now, okay, I love this. The rest of you make insight checks. Bria, you can do it with advantage. (laughs) Flick. Uh, 27. Biz. 12. Uh, Bria. I definitely crit. Okay, (laughs) phenomenal. Bria, it is extremely obvious to you that something is V-wrong with Kit. Uh, Flick, it's also, you, you also, like, before it was fun Bria times. This is not fun Bria times. Something is wrong. Bizdira, those cartwheels are going very well. You know, I've been practicing. (laughs) I imagine she's, like, squeezing me, too, so that's probably part of the reason she's squeezing. It's getting kind of frantic, so I'll start. The wheeze start to turn into, help! (laughs) (laughs) I know this is a bad situation, but that sound was everything. (laughs) 
I'm gonna yell at Bizdira and say, um, maybe we we gotta go help them, I think. Okay. Flick, I'm gonna say that's you are getting Bizdira's attention yep. and that. Bria, would you like to do anything other than change to screams? <laughs> Can I see anything under like is there something that I could s- attack? Interesting. Make a perception check. Oh, 25. So, no, but yes. You look down and you don't see anything. You just see Kit, Octopus Kit, like freaking out. But then you're able to look a little more closely and you can see where Kit's like moldable octopus body is like being squeezed at a point. And you can kind of see that some of the water near Kit is not flowing in the way that the rest of the water is. So you can't actually see the thing, but you can see sort of where it should probably be. So if you attack, you can definitely attack. Uh, You'll have disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. Uh, Logistically, if I send a firebolt, it's just going to fizzle out, right? Well, so it's magic. So there can be Water, there can be fire underwater, but anything that's completely submerged in water has resistance to fire damage. Mm, okay, so I will send a short bow then. Okay, uh, so you'll have disadvantage on the attack roll. Oh, no. That's only a 13. Actually, a 13 does hit this creature. So, yeah, you it connects. Go ahead and roll damage. Do I get my sneak because it's holding Kit? You do. Kit is not... Oh, no, because you had disadvantage on the roll, and you can never get your sneak if you have any form of disadvantage. Ugh. Man, it's only six damage. Okay, well, for, there's this weird moment. Your your arrow slows down as it hits the water, which you expect, but then it slow it sort of stops for a minute, like mid water, and eventually it begin. You know, it flows off in the stream. But you definitely hit something. You said six. Yes, and I will try to, as Flick and Bizier get closer, we'll say like, look at the path of the water. You can kind of see something in there. Kit, is there anything you would like to do? You are currently grappled by whatever is holding you. I think it's another octopus. Um, I don't know what I do with that information, but that is what I, Karin, think is happening here. Okay, Because great, of what I it. know about octopods. I don't remember what they're called, but it's not octopi. My dad is very into uh, octopi pus pods. <laughs> <laughs> it's not octopi. My dad's very into octopi. Uh- <laughs> Octopi is something completely different that we will not get into right now because... Oh my god, Kit, take your turn. I don't want to know what this is. Uh, <laughs> the person who told us about the bird eating thing. Oh, order one, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to not be grappled. I'd like to try to break away. Yeah, so you can use the octopus's athletics or acrobatics. That's an 18. 18, yeah. So you're able to, re- you know, octopi, no, sorry, cephalopods that have mm-hmm. eight arms and we not aren't squids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can really, they can fit through tiny, tiny little spaces. So you're able to rigor- wriggle out of whatever tentacle that you can't really see is holding on to you uh, and get free. That is your action. Is there anything else you would like to do, move, see, look at? Swim away! I'm swimming! (laughs) Okay, so whatever is in the water, which now, Kit, you've gotten free and turned around, and you still don't see this thing. You still have no... I mean, you can kind of, if you're... uh, Well, there's a potential with the perception check that you'll see sort of where it should be, but you don't see anything. You just feel it when it tries to grab you again. But I does a twelve hit the octopus? It might. Yes, it does, because they're soft, fleshy creatures. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it grabs you again. 
uh, and you can feel it squeezing, this time for a little less, this time only for eight bludgeoning, but you are once again in its clutches and grappled. Let's check in with Bizdira and Flick. What are you two doing now that you have gotten the signal? Well, I mean, just dashing over there, I guess. I mean, we can get over there in how much time? Like a round? Yeah, I think you could both get over there in a move. Okay. I'm just gonna try and find what that was. Like, now that Kit is has broken away from its grasp. Well, I don't she's really... back in its grasp now, but oh, go ahead oh. and make a perception check, Flick, because that actually might help you that she's back in its grasp. Yeah, it will. Uh, you'll have disadvantage on this one. Disadvantage? Well, that's... Yeah. That's a two plus seven is nine. <laughs> It's a good addition, but no, you're not. You see, Kit. So if you want to choose to do something else, but you have no idea where this thing might be. I mean, can I just try and, like, shoot an arrow at where, like, I have no clue. Like, next to Kit, Kit basically. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and make the attack roll. Make it with disadvantage, and then, and roll a d8 to go along with it. That'll determine sort of where you're positioned. Okay, the d8 is a one, and then the attack to hit was an 18. All right, so you send your arrow in, and it slices into the water, and and you and you're like you're shooting at nothing anyway, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's maybe. the damage on it? Uh, three. Okay, so maybe. Okay. All right, you're firing an arrow down there. Anything else in your turn? Flick yelling for my friends. Like, are, what's, what's well, yeah, what's going on? Bizdira, what do you want to do? So, here's an interesting thing that she's come to terms with if she stops, she's going to fall into the water. Correct. So, she's going to continuously move. Hilarious. And she's going to trust in the fact that Kit is a tough broad and she's in wild shape which means she has extra hit points so she's going to cast a searing star- starburst sunburst on kit basically it's a 20 foot radius <laughs> sorry kit. yeah absolutely hey kit what's the range on your tentacle attacks reach 15 okay so that means it's also gonna envelop bria if it's a fifty, if it's a twenty foot radius, it's going it's going to get Bria too because Kit's tentacles are only fifteen feet long. I'm kind of okay with this. <laughs> All right, no con saves from Bria and Kit and whatever's down there. Y'all, I'm not that far from the edge of the lake. We should have just <laughs> let me deal with it. <laughs> Whatever's down there got an 11. That's a fail. I also failed. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody expected it is basically the moral of this round. Well, y'all take five radiant damage, so there's that. Okay. Does it light up? You're resistant to radiant. The creature. Exactly. You're both resistant to it, so you're fine. You took two damage. Uh, But does it light up the creature at all? It, It doesn't, which also tells you something. It okay. tells you that whatever is happening is literally made of water. Yeah. Okay. Right? So this is not like, this is definitely not an armored elemental that's hiding well. Mm-hmm. It's not some sort of like, you know, corporeal worm creature that lives in the sea. Yeah, why it's, would I find a worm? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that got me. It is It is water. It is some, it's made of water. Uh, let's see, speaking of, Bria, what would you like to do now that you've just gotten blown up? I would like to Very do lightly. a short bow attack Very against Bizdira. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she'll catch it and throw it right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> Kit, oh no, would it, if I did shocking grasp on Kit, would it also get me? Because she's holding me. No, I don't think so. You're If you were underwater with Kit, I would say maybe, but since you're being held aloft, 
I think you're probably safe. I'm sorry, Kit, because this was my idea as well. So I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and seeing that Bizdira does it, I am I'm gonna use shocking grasp. Amazing. I ro- roll damage because I don't think Kit's gonna try and stop you from holding on to her. <laughs> oh, okay. It's uh, it's a seven. Okay, but also you are a twelfth level character. It's three d eight. Huh? The damage, damage of thunder. Don't I have to roll a- the hit? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Kit knows what you're about to do and oh would try and stop you from touching her. Okay. So I don't think you need to roll the hit. I mean, unless Kit, you disagree, but no. Why would I? I there, there would be no reason for me to be like, oh, Bree is just hanging on, so she doesn't right slip fall away the, or something. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, Bree is she's about to fall or she feels uncomfortable. I suppose this is what I get for saying that I hadn't taken any damage in the last few battles. So this is my comeuppance. Incredible. Incredible. It's only eight. Out of three D8? Girl. I have not. My dice are mad that I've been gone. Your dice don't want you to fall in the water. Uh (laughs) My dice don't want me to actually hurt you, so. Eight lightning damage to you, and you can sort of, you feel the, so Bria, you feel Kit's tentacle spasm and like, not damaging, but like squeeze you a little bit as you shock her. Uh, Kit, (laughs) you feel a very similar thing with whatever's in the water. It obviously also got damaged because it also tensed up and sort of grabbed onto you uh, for a moment there. So wild as it was, it does seem to have worked. Kit, it is <laughs> your turn. So even though, so the shock was not enough that the thing let go of me, right? Uh, oh, let's make it have a, yeah, let's find, well, I think the problem is that the shock would cause its muscles to actually hold on to you tighter. Okay. My bad. I, I, which is not going to have a mechanical effect, but it doesn't let you go now. It's all good as long as I can escape. Oh, yeah. I think you'll be fine. We're within 60 feet of the, the shoreline, right? Yeah. Okay. So all I need to do is escape. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going to use my inspiration. Oh, very good. Okay. Mother. <laughs> I rolled a two and then I rolled another two. This is very rude. <laughs> It's a miracle I haven't killed any of you in four and a half years. <laughs> yeah, I've come close a couple times. Permanently killed any of you. Um, all right. Well, it's it's already got you. Now, the unfortunate thing is that it's got you. And it's very clearly you at this point, after 12 seconds of fighting this thing, kid, have figured out that it's it's trying to it's trying to drown you. Okay. Well, it doesn't know. I can breathe underwater, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're gonna leave it for this week. I love it. <laughs> More of that. More of that. Thanks. <laughs> what an outro line. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to to find out if somehow this strange water creature does manage to drown an octopus. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira. Kit. Bria. Headflick. <laughs> Happy gaming, y'all. <laughs>
And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at what? (laughs) (laughs) You okay, hon? Yeah, I'm sorry. You okay? (laughs) Yeah.